Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. From makeshift studios deep in the heart of stately Maine Manor, this is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I am your host, Joey Harris. Folks, how are you doing? I'm almost hesitant to ask because this has been quite a week, has it not? Um, This past week, we've had a lot of people that were liked, uh, trusted, and... Overall, um, we found out that they were not the people that we thought that they were. It's okay to feel betrayed, dejected, sad, angry, etc. What happened was and is not right and should not be tolerated. And if you're feeling any of these things, it's okay to walk away for a while. Or if you walk away forever, I don't think anyone would begrudge you that or blame you for that but if you need to just walk away it's okay reach out to someone if you need to talk or just vent and if you don't have anyone else reach out to me I will have my contact information at the end of the show but for me when Ever something bad happens, it's always come back to wrestling. And when wrestling, a part of wrestling isn't there or betrays you in some way, it's hard. Wrestling has also picked me up. And that's what I'm going to fall back on during this time. Today, I am looking at the Chatown Rumble from the NWA. And WCW. The Chi-Town Rumble pay-per-view took place on February the 20th, 1989 from the UIC Pavilion in Chicago, Illinois. There were 8,000 people in, it, in attendance. We go to our opening credits. Jim Ross and Magnum TA are your announcers for the evening and welcome us to the show. They run down the card for the night. Highlight video of some of the stars on the upcoming Chi-Town Rumble. Bob Caudle interviews Michael Hayes. Hayes says he can feel it tonight. He is fired up. This is an all-star card. And this is a good promo for that card. Michael Hayes versus Russian Assassin 1 with Paul Jones. So Paul Jones shows up again. Slow start. Assassin goes for the leapfrog. But Hayes punches him. Back and forth. Hayes playing up to the crowd. Hayes working an armbar in between strutting and showing off. Sunset flipped by Hayes, gets two. Back to the armbar. Russian assassin comes back and throws Hayes out, but he lands on his feet and punches the Russian. Hayes again opens up the armbar for happy hour. Assassin maintains the advantage. Russian sickle for a two count. Back and forth. Another sickle gets a two count. Assassin gets a reverse chin lock on. Hayes gets up and works out of it. They trade shots. Jones takes a cheap shot on Hayes. Assassin pushes off a bulldog attempt. 
Assassin misses a charge and hits the corner post. Hayes hits punches in the corner. Hayes hits the DDT for the win. Bob Cottle interviews Ricky Steamboat, who has piece of work Bonnie and little Ricky with him. They're all dressed in white, and Steamboat says he's been waiting for this, and it's the moment of truth. Steamboat is just not a strong interview. Sting versus Butch Reed with Hiro Matsuda. They push each other to start. Sting hits an atomic drop. Sting is over with the crowd. Sting avoiding Reed. Jim Ross talks about Reed's athletic background in football and radio if you're drinking at home. Sting hits a drop kick that knocks Reed out. Back in, Sting gets a side headlock on. Ross makes a subtle dig at the Ultimate Warrior saying Sting has surpassed the ability of his former tag partner. Reed goes outside for advice from Matsuda. Reed misses an elbow and Sting gets a wrist lock on. Lots of rest holes in this match. Sting gets thrown outside. Back in, Reed hits a double axe handle for a two count. Matsuda chokes Sting while Reed distracts referee Teddy Long. Reed gets a side headlock on. Sting fights back, but Reed wears him back down. Reed uses the ropes for leverage. Sting again fighting back as JR's mic cuts out momentarily. Reed puts his knees up as Sting goes for a splash. Sting comes back, but Reed throws him out. Reed hits a neck breaker, then puts on a rear chin lock. Sting hits a jaw breaker. Sting hits a clothesline. Sting in control. Sting tries for a sunset flip. Reed blocks it and sits down on Sting for a pinning predicament. Long sees Reed using the ropes and kicks his arm away, allowing Sting to follow through with the sunset flip and get the win. They continue to fight after the bell. Bob Caudle interviews Paulie Dangerously, who has Randy Rose and Jack Victory with him. Paulie says that he's throwing the game plan off. This is a cover, as Dennis Condre has left the NWA. They then head to the ring. Bob Caudle interviews Jim Cornette and the Midnight Express. They were prepared for Dennis Condre, but no matter who the opponents are, they plan to stay in the NWA. The original Midnight Express, Randy Rose and Jack Victory and Pauly Dangerously versus the Midnight Express, Stan Lane and Bobby Eaton and Jim Cornette. Loser of the Fall leaves the NWA. Cornette wants Pauly to start. Lane and Rose start. Chain wrestling. Rose clotheslined outside. Victory tagged in. Triple teaming on Victory which brings the crowd into it. Quick tags by the Midnight Express. Rose gets control, but a Pauly slap towards Eaton hits Rose instead. Eaton slammed into the railing outside. Back in, Pauly tagged in. He hits a few shots, but quickly tags out as Eaton recovers. Cornette wants Pauly in. Rose hits and beats Cornette. Pauly tagged in with Cornette knocked down. Cornette back up and he hits Pauly. Rose and then Victory are in hitting Cornette. Lane tagged out. The original Midnight Express triple teaming. Lane knocked out of the ring. Back in. Lane reverses a pile driver. Rose tagged in and beat around. Eaten in. He hits a top rope drop kick on victory. Paulie and Cornette tagged in. Cornette clotheslines Paulie. Rose and Lane tagged in. All four wrestlers in the ring. Rose misses a top rope splash. It's breaking down. The Midnight Express hit a double flapjack on Rose. 
to win the match. Bob Caudle interviews Ric Flair with Hiro Matsuda. Flair says he has wrestled the greats and he remains the world heavyweight champion. He says Matsuda is the greatest mind while Matsuda just stands there wasting oxygen. NWA World Television Championship match Rick Steiner with Scott Steiner versus Mike Rotunda with Kevin Sullivan. Rotunda rolls out right away but walks away from Scott. Back in, chain wrestling to start. Rotunda gets frustrated by Rick. European upcuts by Rotunda. Syracuse sucks chant goes out. Back and forth. Rick hits a big clothesline. Feeling out process. Abdominal stretch reversal by Rick to take Rotunda down. Rotunda rolls out again. Back in. Rotunda hits a reverse crossbody. But Rick rolls through for a two count. JR again talking college athletics. So if you're drinking at home, take a shot. Rick has a side headlock on. Rick hits a back body drop. Rick then misses a big splash. It goes outside. Rotunda punishes Rick. Back in. Rick hits a power slam for a two count. Sullivan comes on the house mic and says that Rick has a beautiful dog back in the dressing room. This distracts Rick. Rotunda hits a nice side suplex. Rotunda then hits a drop kick. Rick gets the sleeper on. They both fall down with the sleeper on, but Rick's shoulders go down for a three count. Rotunda regains the television title. Bob Caudle interviews the Road Warriors in that Paul Ellering. They guarantee that the Varsity Club will go up and have their heads ripped off. NWA United States Championship match. Barry Windham with Hiro Matsuda versus Lex Luger. Luger shows power moves early. Windham is making Luger look good, but Luger is working his butt off too. Luger hits a big power slam. Luger then misses a top rope move. They go out and brawl. Wyndham hits a suplex back in. Wyndham then takes over. Luger falls outside as a cut has opened over his eye. Wyndham accidentally hits the bolt of the ring post and his hand starts bleeding. He gets the claw on. Luger fights back. Wyndham goes for the superplex. He hits it. Wyndham then hits a belly-to-back suplex, but Luger gets his shoulder up before the three count. Back-to-back endings to championship matches. I don't know if this is a good look. But your new United States champion is Lex Luger. Wyndham attacks Luger after the announcement. He pile-drives Luger onto the belt. Bob Caldwell interviews Mike Rotunda. He says he had a plan, and he got his belt back. Jim Ross and Magnum TA recap the night so far. NWA World Tag Team Championship match. The Road Warriors Hawk and Animal with Paul Ellering versus the Varsity Club. Steve Williams and Kevin Sullivan. Sullivan and Animal start. Sullivan goes up top, but Animal catches him and power slams him. Williams tagged in. He gets a power slam. Hawk tagged in. Williams rolls out. Jim Ross talks college sports again for those now drunk at home. Williams military presses Hawk, who then clotheslines Williams. Double clothesline from both road warriors. The varsity club double teaming. Animal. They throw Animal out and Sullivan hits him with a chair. Williams gets a two count on Animal. Sullivan tagged him. The varsity club doing some quick tags. Hawk and Sullivan both tagged in and Hawk hits a big power slam. Hawk and Williams brawl outside. Animal and Sullivan brawl inside. Williams pins Hawk. 
Animal pins Sullivan. The referee says that the Road Warriors win. Bob Collar interviews Lex Luger. He says he has had one of the hardest matches of his career. Video recap of what led to the main event. We then go to our main event. The NWA World Heavyweight Championship match. Ric Flair with Hiro Matsuda versus Ricky Steamboat. Steamboat starts with a tackle. These two are so good together. Flair walks outside. Back in. They open up the chop house. Steamboat hits a drop kick and gets the side headlock on. More chops and a two count by Steamboat. Flair takes a brief walk. Back and forth. Flair chopped outside as the crowd starts to get into it. Steamboat is then dragged out. Back in. Flair drops the knee onto Steamboat. Flair does his usual high rope spot but actually hits it this time. But Steamboat rolls through it for a two count. Flair gets the figure four on. Referee catches Flair using the ropes for leverage and makes him break the hold. They go outside and chop. Steamboat suplex back in for a two count. Flair using the ropes for leverage. Then they make pin attempts. Steamboat bridges out of a pin attempt. Close pin attempts. Steamboat hits a clothesline. Steamboat with a flying judo chop. He hits a crossbody. But referee Tommy Young goes down too. Teddy Long comes down to check on Tommy Young. Flair throws Steamboat out, but Steamboat holds on, climbs the turnbuckle, but misses the body press. Flair goes for the figure four again, but Steamboat catches him in an inside cradle, and referee Teddy Long counts the pin. You think maybe it's going to be one of those classic dusty finishes, but no. The crowd goes crazy when it's announced that we have a new NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Ricky Steamboat. Bob Cottle interviews Ricky Steamboat. He can't believe it. He is showered with champagne. He doesn't know what to say. He's going to be the champion for the people. They then sign off from Chicago. If you like the show, please leave a review in iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or your podcast platform of choice. There are a number of ways that you can contact me. You can follow the show's Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. You can email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I am at the Joy Harris. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joy Harris saying so long from Stately Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media. 